welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children, the podcast where I share the recordings of the bedtime stories I've improvised for my children over the years. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. For almost 20 years, I made up a new story for my children every night at bedtime. Many of those stories were recorded, and now I'd like to share the very best of those with you. I hope you enjoy these stories for wonderful children. There was a little girl, and she was not a very nice little girl. She almost never did what her parents asked her to do, and she tended to do mean things. She would push other children. She would yell and call them names. She would not respect other people's things. She would ride other people's bicycles without asking them. She would dress and undress their dolls without asking them. She would never be careful with them and would break them. Well, this little girl's name was Ellen. But no one called her Ellen because she had long, long, curly, blonde hair, sort of a golden color. And so everyone called her her nickname, which was Goldilocks. One day, Goldilocks was exploring the woods near her house when she was walking through the woods and she saw this quaint small, cozy little cottage. Goldilocks immediately walked over and began looking around. She could see lots of big paw prints around the house, so she knew it must be some sort of large animal that owned the house. And she looked in the window and she saw that there was breakfast on the table. And so she went and she knocked on the door of the cottage. Knock, knock, knock. Hello, I want some food. I want some of your food. Knock, knock, knock. But no one answered. And so she tried the door, and it was locked. So then she went around to the window, and she pushed up, and the window was open. And so she opened it, and she climbed up and over the sill and into the house. And as she was climbing in, she knocked a couple candles off the windowsill. Fortunately, they were not lit. And she stepped on one of them as she climbed down and broke it. And then she went right over to the breakfast at the table. I think I see where this is going. And there were three bowls of different sizes. In the bowls was a delicious smelling cereal. It smelled uh, sort of like warm maple syrup and cinnamon and oats and cream and she went straight to the biggest bowl because she felt really hungry she took a big spoonful and she gulped it in her mouth and went ah, ah, and she spat it out all over the table made a big mess got some on the floor she even spat so hard that some of the oats hit the wall and stuck and she went ah, hot hot on my tongue and she picked up a big glass of milk and she drank it down really quickly. And she thought, oh, well, if the big bowl was so hot, maybe the little bowl will be cool, will be cool enough. And she picked up the little bowl and she took a big spoonful. Now you'd think that if you had burned your tongue, you would have been careful. But she was not careful because not only was she not that nice, she was also not that smart. 
she picked up a big spoonful of, oh, and she stuck in her mouth. And immediately she went, and she spat it out, and more oats hit the wall and stuck, and they were all over the table, and they were on the floor, and she went, yuck, that is nasty, it is cold. And so then she went right over to the medium-sized bowl, and she figured that that would be good. And so she picked it up, she ate a big spoonful, and went, mmm. That's more like it. And she ate it up. There was nothing left. And then she drank all the milk from that place, too. Well, she stretched. She was feeling good now. Her tummy was full, and she was feeling happy. And something in sort of the back of her mind, some little voice in the back of her mind was saying, you know, you really shouldn't be here. This house belongs to some big animals. And the door was locked, and they wouldn't want you here. You really ought to leave now, but Goldilocks, as I mentioned before, was not the brightest of little girls. And she was not nice, and she figured as long as she was here, she might as well explore and see what was worth doing and whether there was anything worth taking in this cottage. So she walked around the kitchen. She didn't see anything else that looked like it interested her. Then she walked into the living room. And there were three chairs, three rocking chairs. Goldilocks did not have a rocking chair at home, and she thought that she might just like one. So... She got into Papa's arm. She got into the big rocking chair. She got into... She got into Papa's automatic rocking chair, and she switched it on, and immediately turned it off after being rocked so hard that she fell out. And then she tried to get into the smallest rocking chair, but when she sat on it, it broke. And so then she got into the medium-sized rocking chair, and she rocked, and she thought that that one was just right. And so then she took it, and she tried to push it out the window, and pushed and shoved until she got it out and it fell to the ground. She figured when she left, she would take it with her. Well, then she went back to finish exploring the cottage, even though there was that little voice in the back of her head was telling her, you shouldn't be here. They're going to come home and they're not going to be happy. And she went into the last room in the cottage, which was the bedroom, and there were three beds. And she stretched it. She thought, you know, all that eating and rocking has made me so tired. Was that a real yawn? And, mm-hmm. Was that a real yawn? Or yes, one? that was a real yawn. She said, I could do with all of them now. And so she climbed into the biggest bed. And she immediately climbed back out. She said, that bed is hard. Who would want to sleep there? And so she went down to the medium-sized bed next, and she laid in that, and it was so soft. She sunk way in, and she didn't like it. She said, oh, that bed's too soft. She climbed right back out, and then she laid down on the little bed, and it felt just right. Not too hard, not too soft, just long enough for her. And she said, I'm just going to close my eyes for just a minute. (laughs) And she pulled up the covers. Yep. And she pulled up the covers, 
and she snuggled down under the blankets and she drifted off to sleep. And even though she thought that she was just going to close her eyes for a minute, she slept for quite some time. And sometime during that period of time that she was asleep, into the clearing there stepped three bears, a big strapping papa bear, a lovely, lovely mama bear, and their precious little baby bear who they loved dearly. And the first thing they saw when they stepped in the clearing was baby bear said, Mama, where's your rocking chair on the front lawn? And Papa Bear looked and he saw the open window and he said, I think we've been robbed. And he quickly went and he got the key to the door and he threw the door open and they rushed into the kitchen. And Papa Bear said, Someone's been tasting my porridge and drank all my milk. And Baby Bear said, Mama and Daddy, someone's been tasting my porridge. And Mama said, Someone has eaten all my porridge and drunk all my milk, and now I shall have no breakfast at all. And they looked around, and they quickly rushed past the broken candle at the window, and they rushed into the living room, and they looked at their chairs, and Papa Bear looked at his chair that was still rocking violently back and forth, and he said, Someone's been messing with my chair. And Baby Bear went over and he said, Someone broke my chair, Mama and Daddy. Someone broke my chair. And Mama said, And my chair's sitting in the front yard. Oh, Papa, who would do this? And they then heard a sound from the other room. The sound sounded like this. <laughs> and Baby Bear said, Daddy, I'm scared. What's that noise? It sounds like a dragon. <laughs> And Mama said to Papa Bear, she said, Honey, I'm a little worried. That sounds like some sort of vicious beast. And Papa Bear said, Stand back. And he tiptoed over it. And he, he, the bedroom doors drifted open. And the noise got louder. <laughs> and Papa Bear sneaked into the room with the Mama Bear and the baby bear right behind him. And he threw the covers back in his bed and he said, somebody's been sleeping in my bed. And then Mama Bear got her nerve up and she threw the covers back in her bed. She said, someone's been sleeping in my bed. And then Baby Bear said, Mama Daddy, Mama Daddy, Mama Daddy, Mama Daddy, look, 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 Mama Daddy. <laughs> Mama Daddy, Mama Daddy. Someone, someone's been sleeping in my bed and then making a terrible noise and it's still there. And just then, Goldilocks went and thought, no, I don't want to get up yet, Mom. No, <laughs> go away. And then she opened one eye just a little bit to see where she was because she had this strange little voice back in, in the back of her head going, I told you so. And when she peeked one eye open, all she saw was a big bare nose. About this far from her face. Not that far, just a big fuzzy bare nose. And her eyes popped open. She went, ah! 
and she made a run for it. And she was running as fast as she could, but her feet weren't touching the ground because Papa Bear had her by the scruff of her neck. And he said, young lady, you have some explaining to do. And Goldilocks said, let me go, let me go, you big mean bear. And she tried to kick him, and she just held her out at arm's length by the scruff of her neck, and he said, I'm taking you into town. And he did. He marched her out of that door, and he marched her all the way into town, and he did not take her back home. He took her to the police. And he said, this little girl broke into our house, and she broke our furniture, and she ate our food. And I want to file charges against her. And he dropped her right on the police desk. And the police put her in a prison cell. And she had to wait until her mom and dad got home from work that night before she could call them and they could come get her. And she did a lot of thinking while she was in that prison cell. And from then on, she was a much quieter, much nicer, much more respectful little girl because she had learned an important lesson, which is that the things that you do have consequences, even when you do them to bears. And that's the end of the story. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but heckling and clever commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and the logo was designed by Silas Wendelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the stories, please tell them about the show. Our website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com, and preview snippets are posted to most social media. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story. <laughs>